The idea being anytime that you're looking to do anything, find somebody that's already aggregated the thing you want and go there first because you'll have it at scale instantly instead of having to do it onesie twosie yourself. You're listening to Business Lunch with Roland Frazier. This is your seat at the table. Welcome to the show. And today we're finally airing an episode with Jerry Conti. He's a serial entrepreneur, humanitarian, and world-class connector. He's the co-founder and managing partner of Lux Home Pro and now Boom STR. Jerry is inspired to transform the lives of those around him by adding value and connections. And like many of our guests, he's all about strategic partnerships. This episode was actually recorded in Mexico at War Room before things turned upside down in 2020. So listen for insights and takeaways that absolutely still hold true. Hey everybody, Roland Frazier here with the Business Lunch Podcast and we are coming live from Punta Mita, Mexico at the Four Seasons Resort. And my guest today is Jerry Conti, who is the co-founder, which is also the same as a founder, of Lux Home and Lux Home Pro and also the CEO. Jerry, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me here. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what Lux Home Pro is and where it's come from too. Yeah, for sure. So Lux Home Pro started in April of 2018 with an idea to take a luxury property, typically a real estate property, somewhere in between, I would say 800,000 to $1.6 million is a sweet spot for us. Take a residential home in a legal area to do short-term rentals and be able to arbitrage it. You know, be able to lease it and For then rent it out. For those that don't know what arbitrage is, what does that mean? It means being able to take an asset that you don't own and actually rent it out and make money from it. So basically, have the asset cost you less than it cost you to, less than you can receive from That's renting it out. That's a great way of explaining right? that. Buy low, yeah. sell high. Okay, love that. So now that sounds expensive. So you have, you have to go out and buy lots of multi-million dollar luxury homes? No, actually we lease them. Okay. So we, my partner and I, we had a particular property that generated and kicked off about $180,000 in profit off of one property. And nice. I saw that idea and I, I thought we Lease, should... Were you leasing the property? We're leasing the property, okay. yeah. So give us, give us the full story there. $5,200 so. a month okay. was the lease for the long term if I was to rent it for a year. Okay. But when we went to the homeowner and said, hey, we want to lease it out for the short-term rental business, she got excited, we got excited, and we ended up giving her 6000 So you were... Oh, okay. So you said basically... I'm going to do this. I'm going to rent your home for a year for for 5000 at the time. And then you talked back and forth with her and said, well, what, what our plan is we're going to lease it out to other people. And then did you say, did you have to give the extra money to get her to kind of say, yeah, that's no, okay? No, not at all. We just offered it. Okay. Because she nice. knew that we were going to make m- money with the property. Right. And she knew that people would come in and out of the property. Okay. And, you know, we're going to use Airbnb. Made her and, feel better about it. Yeah, of course. 100%. Okay. And uh, we also ensured her that we were going to take care of the property really, really well more so than a long-term renter would. Right. And, you know, in her benefit, it's better to actually rent your house on a short-term level because in the event that the renter doesn't pay, you know, you have nothing really to fall back on and it may take you a month or two, three, four months to even kick them out. Right. If they don't pay. You know, right. the laws are in favor 
right. uh, for the long-term tenant. Right. Whereas in our sense, if somebody doesn't, you know, if they want to stay longer than their booked amount of time, we call the sheriff and they come out the same day, yeah, right? Right. And there's also- Different a, set of rules. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's money behind it to know that she was always going to get a rent payment because we were making money and selling it out you know, three days at a time or a week at a time and so forth. So I absolutely love this concept. Do you know Brian Page? Who's yeah, part of course. Of, part Brian's. of War Room who has a course on doing that. So my son, who's sitting here as my, as my co-producer, listened to that interview and I was very excited about it and thought about it, but I think also had, had just a little bit of momentum or inertia to overcome in getting it and finding the people who are willing to do it. How do you find somebody that's willing to do that? Like you, you found this lady and sounds like it just was was pretty easy was yeah that, was that like a search and conversations with a few dozen people or the first person you talked to or what no of course you're always looking for the perfect properties that you know fit the mold you know what you're looking for you know it can't be too expensive of a property because you know the cap rate doesn't work out based on what you're paying and what you're making on the property okay so you have to be smart in what you're doing and no we've we had to dial for dollars you okay. know you're calling you know homeowners that want to lease their property and you do it mostly telephone we did, and but we never did a deal on, over the telephone. It's always an in-person. We have to evaluate right. the house. We but have to the sleep. legion is like, you're, you'll reach out and make X number yeah, of calls. Yeah, initially, but it, it's, a, it's a one-on-one meeting with the homeowner because sure. you have to look at the property too. You need to do a site inspection to make sure you can fit enough beds in right. there to make it worth it. What you did know, you the, say, heads and beds? Heads and the, beds, I love the, that. Uh, yeah. Is the <laughs> statistic. Of, so, okay, so let's, let's talk about that a little, and then I want to talk about your business, but sure. I like for people to understand the underlying, yeah. you know, before they find out about yours. So you're, how many people do you have to, have? well, let's do it this way. How do you find the people to call in the first place? So we have a bird dogs out there, real estate individuals that are looking for opportunities for us. So we okay. have people out there doing that. Plus we could pick up and just go on the MLS and find, you know, find properties for rent or okay. find properties for purchase and have a conversation, a deeper conversation. If the house has been on the market for over 15 months, they're probably hurting in some way. They wow. want to sell the house. Yeah. It's, you know, it's been on the market for 15 Cost months or money. longer. Yeah. yeah, it's burning a hole in their pocket. They okay. know it. In many cases, these homes are already furnished, which is an advantage for us. Yeah. And so we have an ability to call them and say, hey, look, have you ever considered another opportunity? Now, if it's listed with a realtor, we go through the realtor. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know, go, to the, go through the realtor yeah. and make sure that they understand the concepts. In many cases- So you're telling the realtor that this is the- This is an alternative for your customer okay. to sell their home. That's pretty cool. Do you get real estate agents then that are sending multiple people once they yeah. find out you can do this? exactly. How so do we, they get paid? Well, good question on that because, you know, of course, every home that we try to get an option on the home to purchase a home after our term. So in many cases, we're trying to get 20 months as a lease, depending on the- the area of the home because there's a season and we're always trying to pick up two high seasons nice, in the market. Smart, right? Yeah, yeah. So we try to lock that in with an option to go another year and another year and another year because if this is a winner right. and it's turning some decent profits, yeah. we want to do it over and over again. We yeah, don't want yeah. to give up the property. But in many cases, they really want to sell the property. And so we want that option to purchase that property at a set price at the time of negotiations. If we lock in the option price on the home, then we have so many more choices in the future of how we handle that situation, right? And once that sale is made, the realtor gets paid. So maybe 12 months down the road, it may be 15 months down the road. And the reason for that is because so our investors- There's no upfront bonus or bounty or anything for them until the house gets sold. We do give uh, a fee, like anywhere between a $2,500 or $5,000 fee. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, so which, yeah. you know, which is something, right? It's something. Yeah. It's nowhere near 
you know, a three. But it's better than another fifteen months with nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. Okay. But but at the end of that term, if we can bring an investor in, purchase a house, and lease it back, they'll get the sale at that time. So we certainly want to honor that relationship. And you get an option. You get options to, or you try to get options to extend plus an option to purchase. Yes, that's correct. Okay. How many? It doesn't always happen. Yeah, of course. Uh, but but we we no shoot harm for it. Yeah, no harm in asking. What I, ideally, what is what is it that you're looking for? Like two renewals and a and a option to purchase or what typically we we want the option you know that's you know on the, the option uh, to to buy buy right yeah and then at the course, price that it was listed at yeah at the well yeah we usually just go in at full price we yeah. don't try to negotiate that right. at all because the market's going to determine if it's if it's at that value when we're ready to buy it anyway yep. so yep. it and you know we, yeah, yeah. It, and we don't want to offend anyone you can always negotiate yeah. then as well right yeah well, well i'd exercise my option but i need it to be thirty thousand less yeah exactly well i mean the, the bottom line is that the market's going to dictate that and if i get into that negotiation back and forth in the beginning you'll try you know some homeowners will you know think they're losing trust in right, you. You right. don't want to. You don't want to clog up the deal. Yeah, yeah. You I know, no, it's actually kind of cool because if they figure also that maybe you'll buy it at full price, there's no negotiating. Exactly, that's, that's, and, and in many cases, like we have an option right now that we're trying to exercise, where the house is under option for eight hundred and seventy-five thousand. That's our option. It's worth nine fifty right now, yeah, just twelve right. months down the road. Yeah. So that's a yeah, great you're opportunity. You're locking in. Yeah, yeah exactly. You're, exactly. You're good if the if the price goes up, you got a deal. If it goes down, you're not out anything. But the Part two to your question, okay. Colin. You asked me, what is the option on the rent, yep. on the lease, right? So we always try to get two seasons, but and typically they don't want to go longer with you because they don't know you yet. Right, right. But we always have in the contract that we can do at least another year mm-hmm. or more. Okay. Right? So in some of my properties, I actually have a one year with a four-year extension, which is an ideal situation if it works. A year at a time. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. Which I get to kick out if it's not working for, right. for me. Right. And the homeowner, if they don't like me and I'm not taking care of the property like I should be, and I'm not, you know, because that's what they're concerned about. Right. They don't care how much money I make off the property. They right. care how I take care of the property. Right. And they're going to come in and, and inspect whenever they feel like they want to inspect. Yeah. So they have the right to kick me out. So it's a win-win. Okay. That's cool. So now, as far as you told me all kinds of cool things that you do that make this safe for the homeowner, and I just can't get those out of my head right now. So will you share some of those sure. cool things, like the noise level thing? And yeah, absolutely. I think, I think, you know, what so we this do... So is, this is just so I can pre-frame it for everybody that's listening. So I asked Jerry this morning, I said, well, how, if, if I have a house, because I have a house, right? I've sure. got an extra house in our neighborhood. I'd love to do something with it, but I'm like, I don't want people tearing it up and all that kind of stuff. And you told me all these cool things that you do. Yeah, so we focus in the luxury space in really nice areas, right? So in luxury real estate, the clientele, just by the fact that it's $700 to $1,500 a night rental, is going to qualify that person more, typically more than some, if you're in a smaller home in a, in a, in a different remote location right? Not in more of a luxury location. So I have a little bit of an advantage there to make sure I've got good customers coming in, right? Renting the houses. In addition to that, we bring them through a process which allows us to do background checks on them, get their driver's license, know a little bit about them, do a little research on who the customer is coming into the house because we want to know exactly why they're there and what they're planning on doing on their vacation. You know, we want to not only get for 
the purposes of giving them an ultimate experience, right? Because right, right. we, we care about that. Right. We, if you're coming there because it's a small wedding or it's a birthday or it's a vacation or for whatever reason they're coming to rent a home, we want to know that. Right. But we also want to remind them of our policy. We have a no party policy. If they want to have a party, we have, in many cases, we may need to get a permit from the city to right, have a party, right? right? Yeah. So we need that. So we fill out what we call a renter data form. Right. And it's all brought through our proprietary software, which allows this process to happen very quickly so that we can spot a fraud. Right. We can spot, you know, young kids wanting to come in and trash my home, right? Right, right. It rarely happens. Yeah. I know in the world of Airbnb and VRBO and home sharing and, you know, short-term rentals, homeowners who don't like the concept have a tendency to amplify that or right. magnify that situation they don't when have it occurs. They though. They don't have the RDF, the rental yeah, data. Right, exactly. Data they don't have that. They don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Right. So in addition to that, if somebody's local um, and they want to rent their house, it's really likely that we will do that. Okay. Yeah, so, you, so you've got that initial screening and yeah. then you have all kinds of other cool things. What, yeah, there's some great gadgets out there. You know, the, the industry is really growing and it's expanding. And so Noise Aware is a, is a great company. They actually allow you to put noise sensors throughout the house or where typically a party would belong. You know, you don't have to put them in every room, but right. they're just, all it does is measure the decimal of the volume that's going on in the house. So if it reaches it, it just pings you on your phone and I can call them and say, hey man, you guys are getting a little loud there before they call the cops yeah, or before no, the neighbor calls the cops or something gets out of hand. And so we just kind of put it in that perspective. In addition to that, we always have a camera on two parts of the house. You can't have cameras in the backyard of the house or anywhere in the house. Okay. But on the front door, we can have a camera and over by the garage door, looking at the garbage to make sure that they take out the garbage when they're supposed to, right? So, and I can operate that from my cell phone. And then and, your managers just kind of yeah, ring they them up could, and say, hey, you know, you forgot to take yeah, the garbage out. Yeah, you forgot to take the garbage out. It's really funny. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Funny. So okay. we have eyes and ears everywhere, really to protect the neighborhood to protect the, the people that live next door. I mean, that's what it's all about. And, and then we, you're just listing them on Airbnb, so there's not really any additional marketing besides that. To no, so we have Airbnb uh -huh. and we have VRBO. Right. That's gonna represent about 80% of your revenue on okay. any particular property. They're very well suited platforms for what we're doing. Okay. However, we have created a channel manager, okay. which is really cool. And the channel manager basically is an API that takes those listings and pushes it out to 50 more sites. Ah, so like Actually, a syndicator? It's a syndicator. I was trying to think, there was a, there was a service that did that before that did like 24 or something. Is that, yeah. you're APIing into one yeah, of those? Yeah, we're, we're APIing into our own proprietary channel manager, okay. which is wonderful because, you know, our strategic partners, we wrote the code and it just takes that listing and populates it on other sites, and which so is gets that where booking. The other, the other 20%? 20% comes from that, that's, yeah. That's pretty significant. That, that 20% is pure profit in your yeah. pocket. Yeah. yeah, it's pure profit. People don't realize how valuable that is, but for the operator or the host who's, you know, running this type of business, they don't want to focus on that. Yeah. You want to focus on mastering your Airbnb and VRBO page. That's the key to the business. So this is a really cool business, obviously. You did it on the one property. You yes. said, gosh, this would be cool. We should do it on more. And then you said, we should do it on a lot more. And then you decided we should turn this into a business where we help people do this. hundred percent. Right? Yeah. And that's how the information business. That's correct. Which has also evolved into yeah. kind of a done with you business. Correct. Right? That's exactly right. Would you right. share a little bit about how that works? Sure. So, so when I realized what this was all about, I, I wanted to share it right away. 
And this and, is, I love it because it's it's every great entrepreneurial story yeah. that like, I did this thing and <laughs> yes. it was cool and then I wanted to scale it and then I did it then and then I figured, it out, and now you're in like this whole right. business, right? So. Well, I believe in partnerships, yeah. right? I think War Room is a great partnership, right? Yeah. I've yeah. been a member for two years. It's a great partnership yeah. because I get what I need and, you know, and I try to give to the community. You know, yeah. it's it's that kind of thing. So Just don't sell your membership out so that each of the four meetings somebody's coming to and paying more than it would cost to be a member. I could see you doing it. Don't you do that. So I, I have been, for the last 10 years, I've been promoting some extraordinary individuals in the uh, personal development uh-huh. and business space for a long time. And I, I had a lot of skill sets about producing boot camps and live events. events. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so I immediately put one together for this. And it was really, to my surprise, on how many people were actually interested in, this, in the conversation. So we just tested it, you know, and we put a little three-day event together at the W Hotel in Scottsdale. And we had about 25 people to attend the event. Okay. And it was just and unbelievable. what was the promise? The promise was that you're going to learn how to locate a property, okay. how to negotiate the terms of a lease with a homeowner, how you can set up the property, like making it set up for five-star reviews. There's a science behind that, okay. by the way. And how to market it okay. on these Airbnb and VRBO sites. Right. And how much did you charge? We charged $2,500 to come to the event. If they brought a guest, it was like 3000 And you had how many people? 25 Great. Yeah, That's awesome. Fantastic. So you, you, yeah. got, you got a decent amount of money that came in for doing that. It was a wonderful event, and now we're on our 12th event. That's pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So you yeah. got roughly, you probably, I, I'm guessing, 12.5 in expenses, so you probably made $60,000 on that first event. Yeah, you know, you know, we offered opportunities for coaching and services on the back I'm end of it. Before yeah. the upsells. Yeah, right? yeah, it was something like so that. So you, you go in profitable, you're helping people, giving them this tremendously valuable thing that will show them how to make money and do these yeah. cool things with these, with these. And then you said, we'll also help you through if you want. You did an upsell, 100%. right? Okay. Yeah. And, then, and then, so that kind of kicked along for about how long? About 18 months. About 18 months. Yeah. And then you ran into a little bit of a challenge in terms of finding people or, or something no, we were talking we, about, right? What, no, so- basically what I recognized is that what if I could not just teach somebody yep. how to fish, but maybe fish with them. Right, okay. Right, Great. like let's put the rods in the water together. Yeah. And, and, and that was an idea that came out of you know, doing this for a long time, like how can we speed this up for our students? Right. Like, and so I thought, hey, we, we have the brand, we're Luxone Pro and Luxone Pro Holdings. Yep. I said, what if we went out there since we're really the experts here and let's go out there and acquire property so that I can partner with my students. Right. It was a great idea. Yeah. So that idea was put into action in October of 2019, okay. the last quarter. Great. And we now have 22 homes and 22 partners. Now, I was trying to think of when we, was it maybe before that, that you and I were talking at the Board of Advisors Mastermind? Yes. Yes. And we were, you were saying you were going to invest, you need to build a fund or it was either there yeah, or at, at, the, a, yeah. at the intensive that I do. Absolutely. But, um, was that your intensive? So, so you had come and said at the time, like initially you yeah. were, you were saying we need to do a fund because we need to buy these properties. Absolutely. And then we talked about maybe there's another way to do that faster. And you came up with let's, what if I partner? right? With these people. Well, what was really interesting, and I'm going to plug you for a little bit here, because this was really important. When I went to the grow, growth scale and exit your Leverage, business, exit, growth scale. Oh, leverage. Okay. Yeah. All right. When I went to that seminar, I actually thought I was a little premature, to be honest with you. I didn't know if I was really able to sit at that table 
with you guys because I wasn't really there yet. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm like, what am I talking about exiting my business? Uh-huh. I'm just trying to get it off the ground. But there's you know? leverage exit and growth. I know, I know. So I figured I'd get some value out of <laughs> right. it. And it wasn't intensive. It was a benefit to the War Room membership. So I said, let me just take advantage of it. And when, to my surprise, it was perfect for me. Yeah. It was absolutely perfect. We had just, we had just did $2 million in sales in our business. And I thought, do I really need to go to this? You know, time is of essence. And it was perfect. Like everything you taught there was so needed for me personally and professionally. And so I asked you and Jay Abraham was there and I got to spend some time with Jay. I wanted to do a fund, you know, the quickest path to success is raise some capital right. and go do it. And you're good at that. You've done I'm it great at times. that. Yeah. yeah. So I was just thinking, hey, that could be a good thing. But you kind of told me that for three million, you said that, and I remember your words perfectly. It was like, for three million, you're going to spend about 150 just to manage it a year, 100 and a half to manage it. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of money to manage it. I wasn't thinking about that. And then all of a sudden you were like, well, what if you just found one investor that has some money that wants to do a deal? And then you do another deal, and then you do another deal, and you build it that way instead of going down the path of raising all this capital and right. dealing with all that minutia. I loved it. I absolutely loved the idea. I meditated on it. I was like, okay, how do we do this? Where am I going to find these individual investors? And I said, well, why don't I just go to my students? I've already got them, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's really it's crazy. Fun. It was awesome. So we picked up our first block of properties was fifteen properties, and I invited my students to come in and and operate them. And in a partnership um, relationship with our company. Which is great. And yeah. you do that now. So it's we a do that now. done with you thing. That so they don't you. have to deal with all Correct. the hassles. And what, what are they doing? Are they, do, is, are they They're just, operating it. They're customers. They are operating. They're okay. operating the homes. So you they, set it all up for them. Yeah. You're like, I'll go get the lease for you. I'll put it all together. I'll do the heads and beds. Correct. I'll get all the stuff set up. And then your responsibility at that point is you do the listings and manage them and deal with the people. Sort of. Okay. They're doing it with me every step of the way because oh, we okay. want them to learn. Okay. But yeah, we're leading that charge. Okay. Great. Yeah. And but then, we want we want them to do it. We're buying the furniture together. Okay. Like I'm helping them with that. Oh, right. Okay. We're coming in with our design team. You know that knows so how cool. to set this up. And so they're watching our design team do it because our goal is not to just get one home. Like if you were to buy a franchise, yep. a Subway, yep. Massage Envy, anything. Yep. You wouldn't buy one. In fact, they wouldn't even qualify you for one. Right. If you, if you went into them and you said, hey, I want to buy a subway, they would look at your financial records. They would qualify you for at least three. Right. Because they know you're not going to make it on one. Right. And so our goal is to at least, you know, our students want 10, you know, three, 10, five. They want to manage multiple ones. So if they see me do the first one with them, they can just go do it on their own after. Nice. Yeah. And, and so, if they want to still partner with us, they're more than welcome to do that as well. Okay. And then, and how does that work? So just kind of looking at cost benefits, what do you guys charge for that? And how does, how do, so let's say I want to do it, right? Sounds yeah. good. I'd like yeah, to do no, it. Yeah, no, it's okay. exciting. How do we do it? So we have different levels of okay. membership. We have masterminds that we put people in based on their goals, okay. basically on their goals. And of course, their financial But let's financial say I just want to do a house. I want to yeah. do a house. So typically a house costs $50,000 okay. to configure. In some cases, if it's a really, really big house, it can cost a lot more Okay. because about 15% of our homes already have furniture in the house or some furniture in the house. Okay. 85% of them have zero furniture. Okay. So we've got to go out there and buy the furniture. So what percentage so, of the cost? How does that fit? Yeah, that's down? about 30 grand Okay. right there. Okay. And that, that's everything from beds, sheets, linens, everything you need. Cause we, we just, I just placed an order for 19 beds okay. you know, for one of our homes. Yep. So it's all of that plus the living room furniture. The nice thing about vacation rentals is, you know what I mean? You don't need a lot of clutter. Yeah. It's just very chic design, right. very simple formats and you keep it clean. So it's easy for cleaning crews to come in and, and come out quickly. You know, so everything the, thir- is- 
So the 30s furniture. And furniture, and then you need the first month and the last month security deposit. And what is that typically? On the lease. Typically on a house, our houses are around 7,500 a month. Oh, that, okay. yeah. that's so pretty 70, expensive. Yeah, 7,500 down, 7,500 in in reserve. Okay, so like that's 45 and then five for you guys for kind of yeah. your... Yeah, that's great. Okay. Yeah, it's Super exactly. Fair. Yeah, 10% yes, basically, right? absolutely. Okay. So we typically don't do deals outside of our student body. So we do charge for the coaching. Okay. Yeah, so we they come to the boot camp and they learn all about that. Okay. And then, and the boot camp's the $3,000 Yes, thing? that's correct. Okay. And then the, how does it work after that? So now you're paying 7,500 a month to rent that house. Yes. On that kind of deal. I sublease it to them. To the student? To, to the student. Okay. That's so you're, correct. You're we have a little markup between okay. our lease and their lease. Okay, yes. fair enough. So g- give me the example on that. Let's say that it was yeah. it was that deal. We spent thirty to furnish it. Your your lease is at seventy five hundred. We uh, would charge the student eighty five hundred. Okay, so yeah. you're picking up a thousand dollars a month Correct. for the trip for all the hassle. Of yeah. Plus we have it. We have an office in Scottsdale that has a support system that's already tied in right. to everything they need. Yeah. yeah. We also have a fee for the back office services. So we take four percent of gross revenues okay. on the on the property. So now as the investor in that deal, yes. the person, the student, let's say, what what would I expect to get in that on average? Perfect. Great question. So obviously it's gonna be based on how you operate the, the sure. rental. You have to be Assume good I follow at what you all do. of your instructions. Yes, and exactly. I'm, I'm a good Typically student. you're looking at on our homes, you're looking at roughly anywhere from the very low if you're not a very good operator to about 60 grand in profit on a on on a typical property per, per year okay and or up is in upwards of 150 or more if you're a great operator okay right and it all depends on your so did you say profit of or profit. you said that's cash return profit okay so yeah. if i put 50 up yeah. then I'm probably going to get 110 back yes. during year one. Okay. That's correct. That's on the low end. Okay. That's pretty yeah. awesome. No, and, it is. It's very... And maybe I make 100 on my 50. Yeah. I get 200% return. Right. Okay. But you you are handling customer relations. So you have to like people to okay. do this business. You know, there is a, you know, I know what a lot if of I it... hate people and I hate work. It's probably not the right opportunity. I just want to give you 50 you. grand and say, pay me back. That's a different. That's a tif- different type of deal. Do you deal. do something like that? Well, we haven't thought of that one. Okay. <laughs> but what we'll do is we'll partner with them and we'll take half the profits. Okay. So you put up the money. Mm-hmm. You you put up all the money and we'll run the property for you and because I'd probably we'll give, give you, you half the profits. I'd probably give you fifty grand. Yeah. To get you said sixty. So let's say yeah. if I give you fifty grand and I got my fifty back plus thirty and you kept the other thirty, I'd be pretty excited. Yeah, about that. you would be. Right. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, it's exciting. And you know. In the event, we split profits, but we also split risk in that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you have a high season, a low season. But in the there's business. zero risk. There's right? zero risk. <laughs> We're kidding. Don't. In my, in, yeah. <laughs> Don't. That's, that's a joke. Okay. So cool. Well, so, sounds like a great business. So now tell me, what, what are you doing to scale up from there? That's a great question. You know, right now, this is- Because you're in a, Scottsdale only right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, I'm in Scottsdale right now. We, our students have just taken our wisdom and our knowledge and, you know, because of their backgrounds in real estate and stuff and flipping homes and stuff, wholesaling, they've been able to go out and do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know, without our help. And that's great. We encourage that, you know, if you can learn from our boot camp, come to the boot camp, learn it and go do it on your own and go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. And, you know, our student body has now dozens of homes in all markets throughout the United States. So it's very exciting on that side of that it is. too. Yeah. So for us though, we have a nice infrastructure in Scottsdale and Arizona. We like that market a lot, but we are have our eyes on a couple other markets okay. right Smart. now. Smart, yeah. Yeah, um, which is really good to expand that way. But we're also getting into hosting as well, co-hosting, which is 
half of property management. So and property, what, is, what does hosting mean? Yeah, hosting means where you're running the vacation rental and the marketing and the customer relations. You're doing everything. Except the house. You're not taking care of you know, the water heater that breaks right. or okay. Okay. the roof that leaks. Okay. Now, um, and that would actually be the owner. The, that, that would be their responsibility. Yeah, right? well, in our situation, in the short-term rental, we want a triple net lease, yeah. meaning we are taking care of everything. Okay. I mean, unless it's an insurance claim incident, it's basically on us. Oh, okay. Yeah, the home, we, we bother the homeowner very, very little. Okay. I mean, in, in, in unique situations, like I said, if it's a structural issue or an insurance claim type issue, then that's different. Okay. But if the refrigerator goes, the dishwasher grows, the pool heat you know, shuts off, the pool pump you handle it. cancels, we handle everything. Okay. We have to pay for everything. And that's why you've got an office there in Scottsdale. Yes, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And so as you expand, you'll want to have, we'll like have yeah. boots on the ground. Some there, boots so. on the ground, yeah. But we're really moving toward co-hosting, which is really exciting Part of our business right now where we could we are really good we're like the digital marketers of the short <laughs> nice. space i like it and you know this the lab you yeah. know the scientific lab on how to get your how to understand the algorithms of airbnb and vrbo mm -hmm. and then play toward those algorithms so that they the property floats to the top of it it's it's no different than amazon right if you understand An amazon's algorithm you can get your products to the top of absolutely. amazon absolutely right absolutely. same concept yeah so we we want to focus on what we're the best at i don't really want to be a property management company in a traditional sense where i've got to go send handyman and crews out to fix things i really want to stay on the marketing side and the co-hosting side of the business which is our future I think it definitely is. Now, yeah. one of the other things that you and I talked about when we were talking about the scaling was finding partners. And and I remember, I, like, rather than raising a fund, find partners that already yeah. have the houses. And so I had suggested banks, real estate, and whatnot. And you actually found a property management company. Yes, that's that correct. Them. Will yeah. you share a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. So the idea being anytime that you're looking to do anything, find somebody that's already aggregated the thing you want and go there first because you'll have it at scale instantly instead of having to do it one or two onesie twosie yourself, right? 100%. Okay. And so this was a unique relationship that we have found in the Scottsdale area. It was a number two property management company there. And to, you know, to our surprise, he was trying to exit the business. He saw what Airbnb and VRBO were doing. And since he spent 20 years in the space, you know, really understanding the space, he decided that he wanted to get out of property management and get into get into a transactional business like theirs, right. you know, where you're just booking the, the homes, you know, putting customers in those homes and right. getting a percentage of right. that. And so that was really smart for him. But at the same time, I needed properties to support my students, right? It's kind of like an apprentice program in a sense. They get to come in and, and try right. it with us. And right. they don't have to fail. Like if they're going to fail, they're not going to fail too far yeah. because we're right there we're with there. them. Go. We create like this unique safety net. Yes. It's really never been done before. That's really You cool. know, I don't think you can go into, I don't know, maybe you can go into a subway and say, I'm going to try this subway out for six months. And if it doesn't work, I'll give sure it back. I'm not have a trial program. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so tell, that makes tell us, us about what did you do with him? Yeah. So what we did is we saw that he had an offer on the table for one of the largest property management companies, Vacasa. They have about 14,000 properties and they wanted to buy his whole enterprise for $1.5 million mm -hmm. as a buyout for approximately 15 homes. Mm -hmm. And so I went to him and I told him what I wanted to do, which was to, and, and we consulted on it, was to bring the charm back in the short-term rental business. Because this industry started a long time ago. People have been home sharing for a long, long time. Right. And it was, a very, it was a very romantic industry at one time, very charming industry. Right. And because of Airbnb and VRBO, it scaled it to a point where that went away. 
and that unique relationship between the host and the guest, or the, what I would call the traveler, is, is not there anymore in those big property management companies. So what we wanted to do is bring that back. And right. when I shared that and we talked about that, he was like, I'm not gonna go at Picasso, I'm gonna go at Luxone Pro, which was really sweet, right? Because I kind of felt that, that was, he, that's what he wanted and right. that's what we tried to bring back. And so that's what we're doing right now. We have a beautiful operator, a traveler, the relationship is so nice between them. There's somebody you can and talk so you to effectively on the phone. picked up 15 homes. 15 homes right away. Swoop. Boom. Done. Yeah. yeah. Done. That's yeah. what to me. That's just that's, magic, right? That's magic. And right so, there. is that kind of part of the growth plan to be able to scale faster? Maybe yes. Find more yeah. Folks we're like we're that? absolutely looking into that right now. Like I said, I, I I think the focus for our company in 2020 and beyond is marketing, mm -hmm. because we're good at that. And I like to stay in the lane of what you're good at. <laughs> I love it. And you know, it's, it, I learned so much from War Room and what you guys do because it's it's all about that. It's it's about traffic and conversion. I mean, yep. at the end of the day, that's all we do. It really. How is. do you get more heads in beds in the in the short term rental space? How many, how do you get more butts and seats in the seminars? Yeah. Right. It is. It's the same thing, and so it's just a matter of understanding marketing and and most. There's 600,000 vacation rentals in the United States, and most of those operators and homeowners have no clue of what they're doing. And you're not even looking at that limited market, though. There's no, all these a other homes market. that, yeah, exactly. It's a worldwide market. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can scale the marketing, because I can do it from anywhere. I can be in Scottsdale and market your home in London. There's no geographic barrier. That's pretty Whereas good. for property management, there is. You yeah. gotta have boots on the ground, and you have to, it's a, it's a tougher business. I'm it not is. saying it's not a good business. Yeah. It is a good oh, business. That's tough though. Yeah, low margin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Well, so for everybody that would like to find out how to get a hold of you and find out more about what you do and doing this wonderful business, what, what is the best way for them to reach you? The best way to reach me is to go to my website, which is www.luxhomepro.com. And Lux is L-U-X. L-U-X, H-O-M-E. Piero. Okay. Awesome. And what about any other podcasts or websites or we're just, social media or anything like that? We're actually just about to start our podcast. Fantastic. It's coming up. It'll probably be live when people listen it, to this. What, yeah. what will the name of it be? Uh, you know, we, we're working on that ah, one. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'll All right. tell you in, a, in, in, in real short order here. I love it. Yeah, we're we'll just it starting. Show notes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Jerry, for being here Rolling. today. I really Thank appreciate you. you sharing. So appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. You've been listening to Business Lunch with Roland Frazier. If you're enjoying the show, let us know by subscribing and leaving a review. And for more information, go to businesslunchpodcast.com. Thank you for listening. What if three days could change the course of your business in 2023? Get Scalable Live is where you'll gain great clarity on the next steps that will help you create the business, life, and wealth you deserve. Connect with business owners and entrepreneurs just like you, hungry for advice, proven strategies, and necessary connections to grow a business. Literally, million-dollar conversations are happening in the hallways, in the bathrooms, across tables. Get Scalable Live at Fairmont Austin, November 2nd through 4th. Tickets are on sale now at GetScalableLive.com.